welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian, joined by my co-host, John. Hello, hello. We played a game. We played a game of Cairn. That's right. We, uh, I ran you guys through uh, a little module by Brad Kerr, Demon Driven to the Mall for the Cairn system. And I thought it went fantastic. I think... From my perspective as a player, I feel like we um, I'm trying to think of a words beside beside the uh, the F word. <laughs> so try to, I think we fudged it up. <laughs> I don't think we won. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, really, I don't know if you didn't win. It's definitely what happened was a possibility without giving any. So are we doing spoilers on this one? OK, listeners. I'm going to give lots of spoilers on this adventure. So if you're going to be playing with it, this episode you may not want to listen to, but we got some great episodes behind, you know, before this one that have come out, some great zine reviews like this one. If your DM's running it, maybe you will listen and get a little insight and have that little metagame cheating. Naughty you, naughty you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess we can say now you guys ended up going to hell. Yeah, we went to hell. <laughs> I feel I feel like so uh, looking through I didn't look through Demon Driven to the Mall until after we had played through it. It seems very character driven and character focused and that a lot of the good role playing is happening happening with all these characters that mm-hmm. I think we kind of ran away with and away from uh, not with we ran away from them most of the time and we kind of approached it more dungeon delvey mindset which I, I think in my mind, I thought when we were going to hell, we were about to approach the dungeon, but we just burned in hell. We shouldn't have done that. <laughs> well, you didn't, you didn't technically burn in hell. I, I you know, if this was going to be an ongoing campaign, um, the last words in the uh, adventure, when they describe what it's like to go to hell, it says, or just have some fun adventures, some fun adventures in hell, warden choice. I could have followed up if this were a campaign with, uh, a little adventure in hell. Yeah, I think I wanted. I, I think that we should probably do that. We should do <laughs> go through hell a little bit. I think this could be interesting, and then we could come back out and have to encounter the horrifying things. What horrifying things? What is this module all about? Besides going to hell, demon okay. driven to the mall. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we kind of skipped to the end there, didn't we? Um, <laughs> so this is a. Again, this is an adventure for Karen, written by Brad Kerr, who is uh, one of my favorite OSR creators at the moment. He did um, Hideous Daylight, which we've reviewed. We played through and reviewed. And he did another one that we haven't uh, run yet. But uh, so this is set in, I believe, 15th, 16th century Scotland. Which threw me for a loop. I'm used to like playing in fantasy worlds where it's like manufactured, not as real divinities and deities. And there was definitely a, a, a God devil paradigm going on through it, which I'm not used to having in our games. So that kind of threw me for a little bit of loop with the pastors and stuff. And I'm sitting here coming from this perspective of, Oh, these, these pastors are, these preacher fellers are horrible, bad, because, you know, crusades and all this stuff. But then there's the devil. <laughs> and it's like, uh... <laughs> it's not like, you know, tenacious D on the devil. I love yeah. metal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, 
yeah, and you know, you guys didn't get a chance to interact a lot with uh, role play with these uh, these NPCs, but that was definitely on us for running away all the time. We tried. Yeah, to see what well, you, that we you guys are making some interesting choices that uh, <laughs> uh, wouldn't lend themselves to conversation necessarily. But yeah, so it, like I said, it and it, the whole backdrop is a thief has stolen a piece of jewelry called the sky marble it is magic i believe from the king whoever that is and uh you hear about it uh the, the setup it can go several different ways with you guys knowing the thief or you want to go recover the item for yourselves or get a reward anyway you end up i kind of you know forced you down a lane really, <laughs> really quickly is a one shot so we just started up at the at the party there's a party yeah so the the thief fled to a castle and there happened to be a party going on and this party is actually a black mass yeah like a black mass the devil's there he has um there are these vampires and i, I believe they're from scottish myth i would imagine but they're called the Bavanchi, Bavanchi, and they're kind of like they have deer feet, and they're women, females with basically deer feet. And um, then there's also following the party around red caps who are invisible until they outnumber the party and then they come into existence and attack the party. Uh, and all this is set up on a timer where you go in, you're trying to find this thief and the item he has. And I rolled at the beginning to see how many turns you had. And once that time is up, the uh, red cap set the castle on fire, lock all the doors. Everybody dies <laughs> except for the party if they escape and anybody they can rescue. And also the devil and the preacher who are having an ongoing conversation about <laughs> religion. They're still having the heated argument as the, as the castle burns down around them. So what did you think from a player's perspective? I had fun. I think that I think for a minute there. So I think that when we were playing it, it was our first time running Karen. And I think that we were a little bit. A lot of us were like trying to do what we normally do with like running BX and stuff like that. We were trying to make multiple roles for things that we weren't normally multiple. So I think that there was a little fumbling from the players expecting it to be more complex than it was. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that our approach as players, I think that if we continue to play Karen, I would and follow on this. I would like to see where we took it. Cause I think we had a good beginning. There it was, it was starting to do good stuff. I know I was really getting into, um, Chuck's character a lot. I thought that it was very interestingly role played. And a lot of the other people were with all the prompts we had in these these characters from the way we rolled them for Karen. This is specifically for Karen, correct? Yes, this, this is. is. So I think that doing that, I think that added a lot of new elements to our game that we haven't had yet. And I think it would be cool to kind of explore that further and explore who those characters are. I had fun. And that's kind of a Karen thing, too, is not just with this, but playing our first time with this adventure specifically. I feel that it kind of comes up. The So is it Bahoban? Bahobahan? Sith? The, the, uh, yeah, the... Bavshi. Yeah, Bavanshi uh, is how the... And if you look at the BC area... Uh, uh, yeah. Bavanshi. I, I don't know how they get... <laughs> 
I don't know how they get that out of there, but anyway. And so we went in, we ran into them at a party and there was lots of discussion going on. I feel like our party kind of went straight to the hack and slash pretty quick. We started searching out for the thief we were looking at and we got dragged to a back room and quickly we had our weapons drawn and then we were hiding from everybody the rest of the time running throughout almost like we were trying to dungeon delve in a dungeon that may not have been there just kind of exploring the building quick and like i said before we went straight to hell and there's a lot of stuff in here that i feel on reading it that our group kind of just forced ourselves out of the way of playing through that's how i feel when i look at it like yeah we kind of ran away from a lot of the cool stuff in here we should have probably stuck around towards the back. They have a, so the, it also gives you kind of a rundown of the different characters that are in there. You've got the Puritan who's always wrong about everything, except this one time. All hot people at the party are actually monsters. <laughs> you have <laughs> all these different NPCs that you can work with and bring it to life and, and do a lot of the action. With. Then at the back, it has some neat little tables, random villagers at the party. It gives you the names and then it's kind of a description to work off with, work off of to kind of make it and spice up the interactions. You have random party small talk, random. Bob and she. Random Bob and she. So it gives you some more uh, variations on them and then some terrible things that can occur as well. Uh, nightmare mode with these awful dresses. Did you do any of the nightmare mode stuff? uh no that's when so that happened very quickly that's when the nightmare mode happens when uh the timer reaches and what happens at that timer is that group of there's a group of like wit vampire hunters or monster hunters or something and they're they know something's going on and when they lose their patience and start a fight that's when the red caps lock the door and burn the castle to the ground so no, you know, a lot of these things, these random tables, I didn't use because we specifically because we were doing a one shot and yeah. I was trying to and I that's one of the that's one of the big I, beefs I have about one shots is that you don't really get time to. I think next time you need to you need to take up a little more than one night to run the one shots. Yeah, yeah, we need to. And, and we could have <laughs> honestly we could have planned this when I could have, you know, used it. It, uh, the next week but you guys were so close and it just kind of <laughs> yeah it, we kind of wrapped it up to the end we went straight to like we kind of did do a, a beeline to hell and it is where it is the players make their decisions player autonomy you know we i mean I guess you could try to force us into doing other things no, but I mean, uh, you know we had a good time we had fun we followed and uh and it, it wrapped up a little bit earlier than, than i expected for the game for the night but i think if we would have used a little more from the back and tried to draw it out a little bit more through a couple weeks i think it could have been a lot of fun it could have been interesting uh that's kind of like you said the drawback of trying to do it in a one shot there's enough stuff here for plenty of role play i could definitely see it being a good springboard for a campaign to start off with if you end up in hell and the next week the dm has some stuff to play with and to follow if you end up getting out you've got the you know whatever it, whatever if you have the egg that you're looking for whatever it was the jewel that we were trying to get from the thief now our thief was was murdered and slaughtered we did not save him but we got the treasure <laughs> i will say you guys had the chance to save him yes but we did not we were i i hey, look straight up like our first encounter everybody kind of got fighty and i got really screwed up i wasn't jumping into any fights 
Yeah, you guys went right for the felt right for the trap, and they uh, and you know it wasn't like you guys were being murder hobos. They they lured you into a ambush that you had to defend yourself. So you know what you did after that with like beheading some of them and carrying the heads around the party. That kind of made the role play aspect of it kind of. Yeah, strange. you can't really make friends <laughs> while you're carrying around a bunch of decapitated heads through the party everybody kind of freaks out they're no longer as friendly as they are and you know that's that's just one of those things that happens that's right (laughs) so i think that's about all we got for today if you've enjoyed what you've heard here today please give us a positive review where you're listening at apple Podcasts or whatever and those of you that have thank you so much it's been very helpful you can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. We're pretty active there. I'm on Twitter at Logar Crom. Our blog, wobbliesandwizards.com. Please support us if you can. Go to patreon.com backslash wobbliesandwizards and keep those dice rolling. Bye-bye.